and again, thank you for everybody that came yesterday. And I, I enjoy getting on, getting with God's people. I, I do. I, I enjoy it. this morning. I thank God there is deliverance. I make unto Moses, go unto Pharaoh, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. And if thou refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all the borders, thy borders with frogs. And the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly, which shall go up and down into thine house and into thy bedchamber, and upon thy bed, into thy house of thy servants, and upon, actually he said, upon thy people, and into thine ovens, and into thy kneading troughs, where they prepare the dough for bread. And the frog shall come up both on thee and upon thy people, and upon all thy servants. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying to Aaron, Stretch forth thine hand, with thy rod over the streams, over the rivers, over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up upon the land of Egypt. And Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. Uh, the word there covered means uh, uh, it's as if uh, there is no ground to be saw. It covered it like a blanket uh, would cover uh, a bed. And he said he covered the land of Egypt. The frogs did. Verse 7 of the magicians did so. <laughs> Wasn't too smart, was he? With their enchantments. And they brought up frogs upon the land of Egypt. And so they have the frogs God brought up and the frogs Satan brought up. Amen. Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, Entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people. And I will let the people go, and they may do sacrifice unto the Lord. Now, remember with me. Look, let's wait for a second. Everything that Moses did, the sorcerers did to this point. But they cannot get rid of the frogs, Brother Greg. They can make the water turn to blood. They dug wells beside the river and got clean water and they turned it to blood and Pharaoh said, I ain't letting them go. They could bring forth frogs and they did bring forth frogs. Satan did through them. Uh, but they cannot get shed of the frogs. They can't get rid of them. Satan has power, but it is limited, Amen. Hey, hallelujah. What God allows him to have. Amen. And this is what I'm interested in, verse 9. And Moses said unto Pharaoh, Glory over me. I backed up when I read that. In other words, I'm going to give you leave today. You can pick when you want them gone. Take the honor above me. 
You make the choice. I will make it. Glory over me. When shall I entreat for thee? And for thy servants and for thy people to destroy the frogs from thee and thy houses that they may remain in the river only. Deliverance is possible, but when do you want it? Verse 10. He said, Tomorrow. I don't understand why he didn't say right now. But he said, Tomorrow. And he said, Be it according to thy word, that thou mayest know that there is none like unto the Lord our God. And the frogs shall depart from thee and from thy houses, from thy servants, from thy people. They shall remain in the river holy. And Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh. And Moses cried to the Lord because of the frogs which he had brought up against Pharaoh. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses. And the frogs died out of the houses of the villages, out of the fields. And they gathered them together upon heaps. And the land stank. Father, we thank You, God, for the power of the Word of God. And we know that the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing asunder soul and spirit. And the Word, You said, is a discerner of the thoughts and tents of the heart. You said in the Bible, Lord, that Thy truth shall make You free. You said in John 17, Thy Word is truth. Father, we beg You this morning to anoint us and empower us to preach the truth of the Word of God, that it might discern the thoughts and intents of our heart that some soul might be saved, saints might be encouraged, whether through rebuking or encouraging. Lord, you might encourage us to draw up close to you. Lord, let us leave this place better Christians than when we came in. Better uh, uh, people, better saints uh, uh, that have become saints from sinners. Uh, have your way, Lord, and we'll thank you in Jesus' name we pray. You can be seated. If the Lord would help me for a little while, I want to preach on the thought of uh, one more night with the frogs. One more night with the frogs. Evidently, uh, Brother Kelvin, that's what he wanted. He said, when do you want to get rid of the frogs? And he said, tomorrow. Now, that blew my mind as I began to look at this Scripture because it's not just frogs here and yonder, but it's frogs in the bedchamber. That's in the bedroom. It's frogs in the house. It's frogs upon the bed you're sleeping on. It's frogs in the servant's house on those captains in charge. He said, uh, it's uh, frogs in the ovens where you cook your food at. It's frogs in the kneading trough where you prepare your food at. He said, it's frogs on you. Frogs on your servants. Frogs on your people. And the frogs covered the ground as if there was nowhere to step without stepping on one. And yet the Pharaoh's magicians brought up more satanic frogs. And now there's frogs everywhere. Frogs upon frogs. And he said, when do you want them to be gone? Deliverance is possible. But when do you want them removed? And Pharaoh said, tomorrow. Now, I blow my mind. And I want to say this morning, I'm afraid that a lot of us are in that kind of shape. You see, 
Every, every judgment that God brought upon Egypt was against one or numerous gods. And this was no, uh, this was no, uh, this was no exception. And they had a God uh, that they worshipped. And the head of the, uh, God, the God was a frog. And the body of the God was a female. And they bowed to that frog as a fertility frog, as an abundance frog. Hey, and it's ironic that God, that the very thing that they worshipped, hey, plague them. And these frogs, amen. I thank God how they were seen as a blessing because they would keep the flies down. Uh, but now, uh, what they thought was a blessing uh, had become a curse. Amen. Woo! And, and they, uh, miss, according to what I read and studied, uh, they thought that the frog uh, was so sacred that anybody that killed a frog uh, would be put to death. You couldn't just go on a killing spree. Uh, this is their gods. Uh, this represented uh, their god. Hey, I want to say, is that not exactly the way this world is uh, with all their sin? Uh, they worship sin. Uh, they honor sin. Uh, they bow down to sin. Hey, and sin upon sin is increasing in folks' lives. And it's not just in the world no more, but it's beginning to affect God's people. And it's creeping down in our houses. And it's jumping down in our ovens. And we find it, thank God, in our bedrooms, in our living rooms. Hey, and it's not just in our houses, down in our workplace, out in the temple where we worship but it's actually on us and in us. Hey, I want to tell you, frogs are a creature, they say, of darkness. And I want to tell you all, sin is a substance of darkness. Sin likes darkness. It don't like light. That's why the Lord came and folks refused the Lord because they didn't like their, His light reproved them of their sin. Folks don't want you to preach the truth. They don't want you to live the truth. They don't want you to stand for the truth. Because if you do that, it reproves them of their lifestyle, of their sin. Amen. I did some studying about frogs. It's an amazing thing. Some frogs got feet for flying. Uh, gliding. And it doesn't matter how high you got, they get to you. It's uh, amazing. Uh, some of them had uh, trees for climbing, our feet for climbing. Uh, they'd stick on to you. Uh, no matter how bad you want to shed them, uh, they as everywhere. Uh, they was on the people, uh, on the ground, in the ovens. They couldn't even make a cake of bread uh, without frogs being in it. Uh, they some frogs is poisonous. Uh, hey, they some frogs... That just touching them will kill you. And they make uh, dark killing darts. Uh, matter of fact, they call them uh, de deadly dark frogs. Uh, they take the substance that their skin excretes uh, and make darts to kill live game or people. Uh, poisonous darts. Uh, are y'all hearing me? And they got big frogs and little frogs. And they, some of them are nastier than other frogs. Um, but nevertheless, they frogs. 
And it was a plague. And I'm going to tell you, we think uh, that we are all right. And I've seen lost folks say, Preacher, I'm not that bad. And my my frogs ain't as bad as somebody else's frogs. And mine's not real poisonous yet. Uh, But I want to tell you, uh, all frogs are a plague. And they will destroy you. And they will multiply. And one frog produces larvae and lays in the tadpoles. And they produce more frogs. And I got to thinking I couldn't get out of my mind at the fact that folks make light of the frogs. And they say, Preacher, I don't want to get saved this Sunday. I'll wait till next Sunday. I'll wait till tomorrow. Give me one more night with the frogs. Give me one more week with the frogs. Give me one more time experiencing the joy of the frogs before I ask you to get rid of them. Now, you hear me? Brother, Brother Johnny, there's some of us that say, folks in here, I'm talking about godly people. Now, I've thought before, but I've done a lot of praying over this thing. I've seen it. And a little bit, all the, all the different. It doesn't say here what I'm getting at, Brother Greg, that the frogs... We're not where God's people was. Now he said, The plague shall be upon thy people, and in thy house, and on thy servants. But remember, the land of Goshen is not far, and the Israelites had to come into Egypt to work. And so they is around the frogs. And they saw the condemnation and the plague of the frogs. Yeah, they didn't like them in their house. But I, what I'm scared to death is them little frogs that somebody, some people make pets and it's an amazing thing uh, something that God used for judgment and the plague they've now made an acronym saying fully rely on God and sell trinkets down at the Christian bookstore and it's amazing the things uh, I've seen that we've allowed to go on in the church uh, and it's become a trinket down at the house of God and I thought about it and thought about it it's like one brother said yesterday I asked him something about Christian rock and he said that's like calling uh, uh, having Christian beer or, or Christian liquor. Hey, I say amen. Or a Christian G-string bikini. You can't do that. That's out of hell. Amen. Uh, but we want our frogs. And they just a pet frog preacher. Uh, but you know America, United States actually has a poisonous frog. Hey, I want to tell you, it's not just down the road. It ain't just up the street. It ain't just out in California. It ain't just down yonder in Cuba. It's right here in the United States in your back door. I'm telling y'all, we need to get rid of the frogs. Hey, Pharaoh said, I don't want rid of them right now. Wonder what his kids would have said. Wonder what his wife would have said. Wonder what his servants would have said if they know uh, he said, ah, don't get rid of them yet. Let's wait till tomorrow. I wonder how many people that is, we're affecting by holding on to that little sin that we're petting. I'm talking about Christians. And, uh, and we ain't got, no, it ain't plaguing our lives because we're saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
But we got him tucked over in a little aquarium back in the closet somewhere. And every once in a while, we'll pull it out and pet on it a while and say, I love my frog. Nobody don't have to know about my frog. Nobody's going to know. Yeah, but God will know and you'll know. Amen. And I thank God for my little frog. Amen. I want to tell you what I think. A frog... If it's a creature of darkness and we are children of the light, we ain't supposed to have no job. We ain't supposed to have no business messing with them. Amen. I'm talking about uh, spiritually speaking. Amen. I ain't supposed to have nothing to do with them. Thank God. I want to tell you that frogs uh, were a plague and they plagued Pharaoh and they plagued this household. And Pharaoh said, I don't want rid of them right now. Give me one more day with them. And I, I don't want nobody to kill them. They're sacred animals. And we worship these things. And they ain't that bad. I mean, they about everywhere I stand. I wonder what they did when somebody stepped on one, Brother Greg. It's an amazing thing. A preacher go to preaching on sin and everybody in the Congress and the White House finds out about it and they want to lock him up and throw him in jail. That's a sacred little frog you're stepping on. Don't mess with our little sin. That's our little... Hey, nothing wrong with sipping a little while. Nothing wrong with sipping alcohol. Hey, I want to tell you what the Bible Bible said, let me just tell you what the Scriptures say. Bible said it's wrong to sip it, it's wrong to sell it, it's wrong to share it, it's wrong to serve it, and it's sure wrong to drink it. Amen. And I got Scripture for all of them. Thank God. I want to tell you right now, it ain't right. But what we think is, nothing wrong with it. We use it for medicinal purposes. Well, I want to tell you, the only time I read in the Bible where it's okay to drink wine, when the Bible says, when a man's dying and he's in so much pain and he drinks that and there's like we do pain medicine today. They said, according to Psalm, that's all right. I want to tell you right now, don't come to me saying, Preacher, I feel like I'm a dying because I ain't going to believe it. It's wrong. And the Bible said, well, what's wrong with deacons uh, uh, sipping on it a little bit? The Bible said for them not to have much wine. I think y'all looked that word up. That means none and no respect. Hey, I had a deacon that used to go to my home church, come told me it's okay for him to drink a little bit. Uh, but I couldn't have none. Hey, I want to tell you, God don't change, and He don't ever contradict Himself, and He said, wine is a mocker, and strong drink is raging, and whosoever deceived thereby is not wine. Wise. Amen. He said, look not thou upon the wine when it's red, when it giveth its color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. In other words, when it's fermented, and when it's bubbling, uh, when it moves itself, uh, He said, don't drink it. No wrong with wine out of the cluster. He said, that's good for your stomach's sake. Hey, <laughs> Woo! Nothing wrong. In other words, the grape juice, amen. Uh, but you drink that wine that's moving. Uh, you drink that wine that's fermented. Uh, he said, I'm going to tell you what the Bible said. Don't even look at it, amen. <laughs> yes. Them little frogs. Oh, preacher, I'll get saved. Preacher, I am saved. And thank you for telling me the truth. And boy, I'm going to get right. But give me one more day with it. I gotta go get me a bottle. I gotta get me one more sip or one more swallow. I want to tell you it ain't never right, and if it ever feels right, something ain't right in your heart. Amen. Somebody said one time, preacher, nothing wrong with marijuana. God, it's a herb, and God grew it. I thought myself, my God, 
Yeah, God grew it. He growed barley and he growed wheat. But man perverted the use of it. Instead of making bread, he allowed it to ferment and make liquor. And they is some good things. Good for your skin, good for your hair, but it sure ain't good to smoke and get high and intoxify your body. Hey, man, to get to the place that you're out of control. Only person that needs to be in control and the only thing that needs to be in control is the Holy Ghost. And if anything's got more power over you than that, you need to get shed of it. Somebody better say amen. That's right. What about them little tree frogs? You know them? You don't even hardly know they're there. No, but you let it get dark and they'll go croaking so loud you can't hardly stand stand being outside. And can you imagine them things being in Egypt? It sounded like a fog going. You could, I mean, Lord, how mercy. Everywhere, I mean, you was eating with them and you was sleeping with them and you was working with them and you was walking on them. Amen. And folks said, I want to eat with my sin and I want to sleep with my sin and I want to work with my sin and I don't want nothing. Don't get rid of the frog. Let me eat one more night with them. Let me sleep one more night with them. Let me Hold on to them one more night. Listen to me, church. Get rid of it, whatever it is. It'll sound out one day. You can't hide your sin forever. Somebody here croaking in the background. Say amen. You think, well, it's just a little sin. <laughs> but folks will find out about it. It's an amazing thing to me. Folks think it's all right to be saved. And sometimes it ain't what we do. You know, it's amazing. We can cuss. I mean, absolutely cuss. I've heard people say it's okay to cuss. Well, the man seemed to be religious and brought not his tongue, deceived his own heart. This man, religion is vain. <laughs> that word vain means empty, profitless, useless. Bible said if you can't put a bridle on your tongue, how do you bridle it? It goes on to say the Holy Ghost is the only one that can bridle it. You can't bridle your tongue. The Holy Spirit of God can bridle it for you. Hey, man, you say, oh, preacher, I am, but does that mean you won't? I didn't say that. I'm not saying you won't slip, you won't mess up. The Bible said, but him that sinneth knoweth not God. In other words, if you can continually do it without ever repenting of your sin, if you can continue to have an ungodly mouth, and don't come in here trying to praise God with your mouth on Sunday and cuss God the next day, say amen. That's right. I sat in that mess all my life, and it turned me against God at first. I sat in there in the church, and as soon as my uncle hit the back door, he GD this and GD that and GD this and that over the job. And I, I ain't even used the initials. This ungodly word. And folks that claim to be saved, they ought not use that kind of language. Amen. You ought to talk different. You ought to act different. You ought not have that kind of attitude. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank God. Amen. Preacher. Preach. Hallelujah. That's right. You ought to have a different action. Have a different You ought not have an attitude like that. I've seen some folks, they got a godly conversation. I mean, boy, they just is, uh, they would never say nothing wrong, but man, they got a bitter hate for attitude. Act like they hate everybody and everything, and they better than everybody. I don't care how godly you are, they better than you. I want to tell you right now, that kind of thing, that's, that's a frog. 
And I, amen. I mean, you can stomp that thing, get rid of it. Amen. That's God, kill them all. Kill them, Lord. Amen. Now, ain't that funny? The devil's crowd have multiplied the amount of frogs that they already had. Amen. Satan's frogs and God's frog mingle. Ain't that a mess? That's, a, that's amazing. Amen. And folks always say they can handle their sin. I can get rid of my alcohol. I can quit. I can quit this. I can straighten up. Only thing you're going to do trying to do it yourself, you're going to double things and make it worse. Amen. You can't quit using dope. You can't quit drinking. You can't quit running around. You can't quit doing nothing. If God don't do it, it won't get done. Amen. I've seen young people say there ain't nothing wrong, preacher. There ain't nothing wrong, preacher. Doing a little bit, and, I'm, and I know it's going to hurt. I can't help it. I don't tell you. <laughs> I've seen young people say, preacher, ain't nothing wrong with dancing. Well, let me ask you a question. When it ain't nothing wrong with it, might not be nothing wrong where they used to long years ago. I, amen. When they danced for Jesus, Amen. But I want to tell you what there is something wrong when two people that ain't ain't even married. If you want to dance and you're married, praise God, Hallelujah, help yourself. Uh, but if you ain't married, you ought to keep your hands off that person. Amen. 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 That's right. That's right. You ain't got no business to. Now they think you say, preacher, oh, there ain't nothing wrong with that. One thing leads to another. Amen. And I've seen uh, young people go to do stuff, and all uh, these older women and uh, older men, they'll get to look at them before long. Uh, they'll be talking about them, man. It'll ruin the reputation of their family before long. The way they dance, and man, it's ungodly. And they ain't even dancing no more. It's ungodly, man. It's like fornication uh, live on stage, just out of hell. Say amen. And it ought not happen in the Christian circles. Amen. Give me one more time, preacher. I'll get rid of it. Come on, preacher. I'm fixing to graduate. Just give me one more ball. That's out of hell. And I'll say that to the day I die. If I got to preach it to a bunch of groundhogs and squirrels, I'll still say it. Amen. That's right. And we begin to get lax on a lot of things. You know what's happened? The frogs have begun to multiply. And that brother, now we say, oh, that ain't that bad. Give, give us a little more time with them. It's amazing. They were everywhere. And they said, give me one more day. I can't understand that. How many times have you said, Lord, he put his finger on some sin in your life, and you said, Lord, I'll give it up. Just give me a little more time. Lord, just give me a little more space. Please. I, I will. I, I know it's wrong. Just give me a little more time. I'm going to tell you what this one old man of God said. It's never wrong to live right. And it's always right to live right. Amen. Let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this. Man, I had so much and packed in my mind. Finally, God just said this. Go tell them the truth. Tell them what's in your heart. So this is in my heart. All them little things that's plaguing your life. It's kind of like Hebrews 12 says. What sin does so easily beset us? Let us lay aside every weight so we can run with patience the race set before us. 
Half of us Christians can't even run the race that God's given us because we've got so many sins and so many burdens wearing us down that we can't even run our race. It's lucky if we can even get up and crawl. Amen? And God tells us to get rid of them, get shed of them. I want to tell you, not tomorrow, not after tonight, not next week, not next year, but right now, get rid of that sin in your life. If you don't get rid of that sin in your life, it will be a plague in your family. It will plague your children. It will plague... I mean, Pharaoh was thinking. I don't know what he's thinking about. He wouldn't even think about them little kids that was having to sleep in the bed with them frogs. Some of them may have been poisonous, but he wasn't thinking about the children that was having to deal with them frogs and the frogs being in his dough he's eating. He wasn't even thinking about all the folks that was around him that was suffering because of the plague. All he could think about was having one more night with them. Listen, I want to tell you, you don't need one more time with your sin. You don't even need to cut all the ropes that the sin's got tied to you. Get set and get clean and start running your race like God wants you to run it. Deliverance is available. Uh, but the time and the place that you get delivered, that's going to be up to you. Deliverance is available. You can get delivered from sin. You can get that out of your life, young person. Listen to me, older man. Listen to me. I've seen some older men. Lord, how mercy. i got to say it. I've seen some older men the other day. And there were some young ladies walking down the road. And it almost made me sick the way them older men acted. And it does make me sick. But it ain't just them. Guys and women too. I come out of Walmart the other day, and I honest to God, see, it blew my mind. You can see some ungodly things at Walmart. I'm telling you, that's the truth. It blows my I'm serious. I've seen two guys holding hands. Ain't that sick? That ain't no alternative lifestyle. That's a sin. God don't send people to hell because they're born a certain way. He sends people to hell because they're sick in the head. That's right. They're sinful. Amen. Amazed. The things that you see. And I thought myself, I saw it all, Brother Kevin. I can't even go. It amazes me what folks do that are Christians and claim it's okay. If I was to sit here, I, I wish I could name everything. And they think, think it's okay. They don't think nothing about laying out church. Oh, they think nothing about one more night with Jesus. Give me one more night with Jesus. Let me have one more night. No. I want one night with sin. They don't think nothing about not serving the Lord, nothing about not witnessing, nothing about not reading the Bible, nothing about not praying. But boy, it's so easy. The flesh just takes over and it rules. And the flesh becomes so strong. And why do we do everything the flesh wants us to do? I'm going to tell you what I believe. This is honest to God truth. What I, and I mentioned it Wednesday night. And I promise you, I'll about guarantee uh, 75, maybe 90% of the people have not read the Bible since we met Wednesday night. 90% of the people probably, maybe even the sound of my voice. I was talking about Christianity as a whole. Maybe, I hope not, but 90% maybe of the people here probably hadn't even prayed outside of, Lord bless our food, or pray with the children a little bit. That's amazing. 
Don't ever say, God, give me one more night. Give me one more. Give me another hour with Jesus. Let me have another time in prayer. Let me have about 50 more minutes in prayer. Preacher, let's pray. Let's have prayer meeting. Pray about three or four hours. We don't see that. But, boy, if we can get in the corner somewhere and have a little more time with sin, we enjoy that. Feed that flesh. And that flesh becomes so strong, it'll rule and dominate your life. The Bible said, let no sin have dominion over you. Amen. Sin does not have dominion over you. Reckon yourself dead indeed in the sin, but alive in the God through Jesus. Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible said we've been made new creatures in Christ. Amen. It's amazing. I seen two young people the other day. Walmart. Out in the parking lot. They absolutely blow my mind. What they're doing out there. Public. I go by churches, see the same thing. And the parking lots of churches. I want to tell you all something. I'm just going to tell you, if I ever see that in these young people, I'm going to tell you, parents, I'm going to call them down. And young people, I'm going to call you down. And I'm going to holler your name so everybody hears it and tell you quit messing doing that. You are God's people. And now, if a lost person comes, they lost people. I expect lost people to act like lost people. But saved people, it comes natural to be like saved people. Why be, if you're saved, act like you're saved. Talk like you're saved. Live like you're saved. If you're saved, you want nothing to do with the frogs. You want deliverance. I'm going to ask you tonight. If the Lord don't change my mind, well... Lord, don't change my mind. I want to ask you something. When you come to the house of God tonight, we at least spend a little bit of time praying over in the corner somewhere. Just spend a little bit of time talking to the Lord, saying, God, meet with us. Clean our heart. If there's anything in me, get rid of it. Because we're going to church tonight, Lord. We want to meet with you, Lord. I don't want nothing plaguing my life. I want to come in there, and I don't want to be frogs hanging all over me. I want nothing on me, so when I come in, I can worship you. I want freedom. I want to be a worshiper. And, Lord, I want you to set the table. I don't want to eat that heavenly bread. I don't want to eat that frog-contaminated bread. I want heavenly bread right out of the oven of glory, not out of some contaminated oven. When I go to bed and lay my head on my pillow at night, I don't want a bunch of sin going to bed with me. I want to get on my knees beside my bed, pray with my wife and my family, and say, God, clean us up. We're going to sleep a good night's rest and get up and go to work tomorrow. I don't want nothing bogging me down or holding on me or sticking on me. I'm worried about somebody seeing or worried about somebody catching me, catching on me or catching in my life. Oh, no, I want to be free to serve God and run this race without any weights or weighing me down to sin and the things that are y'all hearing me this morning? I want you to do me. I want you to do yourself. I'll do God something. I want you to ask yourself, is there anything that God's put His finger on that I'm not turning loose of? I don't want one more day, not one more hour, not one more service, not one more second. I want shed of it. I want freedom. I want deliverance. Not tomorrow, but right now. I want freedom. Amen. 
Amen. It's all stead, heads bowed, eyes closed.